Welcome to the Class of 2020 podcast presented by the TRIO Student Support Services Program at Rio Hondo College. The TRIO team has had the pleasure of working with 33 of the most dedicated students. Collectively, they have earned over 50 associate's degrees and all of them will be transferring to four-year universities across the University of California and California State University systems. This will make them the first in their immediate family to earn a bachelor's degree. I'm sure that I don't have to tell you this, but our class of 2020 is resilient, persistent, and absolutely amazing. Their creativity and spirit of persevering through a pandemic will forever make them an unforgettable graduating class. In this spirit, some of our students decided to share recollections of their educational journey, as well as express their gratitude to family and friends through this class of 2020 podcast. A big thank you to those who participated and marked this moment by sharing their memories of life before, during, and after Rio Hondo College. The TRIO team is incredibly proud of you all. So congratulations to you and your families for this huge accomplishment. We wish you the absolute best. The TRIO Student Support Services Program would like to introduce Diana Solis, Associate of Arts in Chicano Studies. Good morning, Diana. Good morning. So let's get into our first question. What does education mean to you and your family? Education, what it means for me and my family. Um, so to give a little bit of like background, my both of my parents, uh, you know, immigrated here from Mexico. And, um, you know, they would tell me how, like, uh, education, not everyone um, had the resources to get it. You know, like, um, my grandma on my mom's side was only able to go to, like, elementary school. And then, uh, yeah, she didn't get that far because um, they, had, they had her needing to do work. And so... Um, both of my parents' education was up until high school level, and um, you know when they came over here and and they had had us, uh, they 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 mentioned how you know they it was never like forced on us, but it was always the thing of like you're gonna go to college or you know education is like you need to you need to do good in school and um you know it mattered and and for me i'm going to be the first one in my family to attend college and, or graduate college and i am attending <laughs> but to graduate college and to you know continue on pursuing um my degree and um, my little brother just started that journey too. So it's, it's interesting. It's like, we're, we're doing it. And, um, you know, they realized that the sort the resources that they can provide for us through this was limited. So I know she always taught me of like, you know, who will help you will be there. So if you don't get help from somewhere, you will find it somewhere else. So I think, you know, it is valid, like it, it is held high for us, education. And for me, like, I, I realized, you know what, I get to see the world differently. So for me also, as, as myself, like I, it, it has a tremendous value because I get to see the world differently. 
I get to expand my mind. I get to, you know, see different perspectives of the world and learn things that I, I didn't think was valuable. But then, you know, it, it, it comes back like a full circle. So, yeah, that's what I have to say with my family and myself on how we value education. Thanks so much for sharing, Diana. And so let's go to that second question. How does Rio Hondo fit in your educational journey? How did you come to find it? So I'm gonna give another background story so that <laughs> um, so I can connect back to here. So originally, you know, I attended Workman High School, which is in City of Industry. And I was in the AVID program uh, for all four years. So I was always able to have resources to help me through my, you know, uh, college journey. Um, but interesting enough, um, which now I look back, I don't think was like the best, uh, um, like, point of view that they had, because I felt like they kind of looked down on community colleges. So they were very like, you're going to go to a four year. And like, that's it, point blank, period, which isn't bad, like, you know, but, you know, not everyone has the ability to attend a four-year school. Um, I was fortunate enough that, like, I got to go to Whittier College, um, to that high school, um, but I realized um, there was a lot more uh, obstacles that, like, I don't think AVID or all amount of school to prepare you to go to college teaches you. You know, there was a lot of, um, it was a big culture shock for me. Uh, just, it was, it, it wasn't as diverse. And I feel like I never felt a full sense of community there. Like I didn't have like my little support group, or I didn't have a place like, for example, like Trio to go and them help me out. They didn't really have anything like that. Um, granted, they didn't even have Chicano studies. Uh, <laughs> but um yeah so i had you know a racist experience that a lot of racist experience at Whittier and i didn't feel valued and appreciated and i know that's not the case for everyone but that's the case for me and you know i think that was like a really hard point in my life because again you know i was always someone to be like i'm gonna attend college like that was a breeze. Like I knew I was, you know, in my family, they were like, yeah, you're going to go. I was always, I was the one who was always into school and I enjoyed school. So it was interesting to come at a point in my life where like I never struggled with school and boom, now I got punched in the face and I'm really struggling with school. And this is actually like really hard and not as interested, you know? Uh, and I was, I was depressed. I was sad. I, I didn't know what to do. And I remember um, I started like looking for outlets on how to like take care of myself. And then I remember, um, I remember one of my friends was talking to me, two of my friends, one of them, she had like a similar experience. Um, and also too, financial aid was a big issue. Like they, they didn't offer as much each year got, I ended up getting less and less. And so my friend, she was going to Rio Hondo. Both of my friends, one from Whittier College is going to Rio Hondo and one from my high school is going to Rio Hondo. And they're like, you should come here. Like it, they're like, we, we like it. It's, it's, 
it's nice, like it's um, not as crowded as other community colleges. And so, yeah, I went ahead and I did. And then um, at first, uh, Real Hondo, I was like, uh, I, you know, I'm happy that I had a, I was able to have a plan B. I was able to still continue my education. But at first, I did not want to be there. Uh, I know that was just something that I was internally dealing, facing. And I just had this mentality of, like, I'm going backwards. Like, hello, I'm supposed to be going to a four-year. I'm going backwards. But then, you know, I came to realize Rio Hondo was the biggest blessing of them all because I got to learn about Chicano studies. And my oh my that has been the most empowering thing uh for me is to learn about my my history to learn about what other people who are similar like me have gone through and that hey racism is still alive and um but we are still here and we are proud and we are proud and brown <laughs> and we are fighting for stuff that you know multiple activists have fought for for you know the same opportunities and the same rights as everyone else that we should have um yeah and in there i got to be a part of amazing support that realizing that that's something that i i need as this educational journey continues um so that's how Rio Hondo has fit into my educational journey. It has, it was, it was there to help me when I was down. And, you know, it has brought me so much uh, resilience and empowerment. And I have created uh, many new friendships and, and, you know, admiration for, you know, my mentors there, counselors there, professors, all the amazing people who have worked there and have helped me along the way. So that's how it's helped me. And, you know, it's provided the, um, you know, it's provided the platform to help me transfer because it's been hard. I'm like, where is the light at the end of the tunnel with my whole, this whole education? Because I know I come from a non-traditional background and I never thought, oh, I would be someone with a non-traditional background, but it is what it is. And now looking back, I think, you know, everything happens for a reason. And um, I'm really grateful for having Rio here to help me um, provide transitions. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing. I'm so happy to hear that you found that type of support at Rio. Because I know that finding that group of people that you connect with, that you click with, that you trust is everything, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I want you to start thinking about, and I know that you kind of have already started transition into this next question. Um, thinking back about your journey, um, I know that a journey like this doesn't happen alone. So I want you to pretend like you're speaking to your family, your friends, your loved ones. What words of gratitude would you say to them as you complete this part of your educational journey? And this can be in any language you want. Um, so 
this is your time to thank them. Um, I will be bouncing back and forth with Spanish and English, <laughs> with English. Um, first, I want to acknowledge um, all the professors and uh, the academic support, institutional support that I had here. Because honestly, I think that was the biggest game changer um, from my previous experience with other with the other college, um, and that's what made me. That's what you know. It helped my my flock bloom more. And so I just want to say to start off, um, thank you, Trio. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Cynthia um for always uh, being there for me for um uh, you know uh giving me either if it's sometimes tough love or just you know uh, being there to to listen to me and letting me have the safe space to to be myself and to you know if it's needing to cry or needing to vent to always support me even if i you know, was at fault for things, you know, with grades or whatever it is. Thank you for even providing a place to study. And that has been amazing that we now have a trio lab. Thank you for providing that, providing, you know, food, for providing amazing field trips. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I want to take to thank my counselors. I want to take thank Florida and Christine. You girls, women have been amazing. You have helped me through this through this whole journey and especially Christine. Like Christine, I remember from like she has been my counselor for like a couple of years and you know, she has always gone for both, but she has always gone above and beyond and has always seen the, the good in me has always seen my strength and has always seen my potential and has never, you know, judged me or questioned my ability. She has always believed in me and that I am like forever grateful. I want to thank all the professors. I want to thank in specific, you know, Dr. Laura and Professor Monica Serafine. They have been my my Chicanx uh, warriors, angels that have provided me the strength and, you know, have helped me discover what it takes, what it means to be a Chicana and how to use that to navigate um, you know, this academic institution. And then I want to thank, to thank my friends, all my friends who, who are from Rio and outside of Rio, you know, who have been there for me, who have given me a hug, who have given me a laugh, who have been there to study with me, who have just been there, you know, let, to let me vent and just, just be there that has been a blessing because you know sometimes it's hard to school is hard it, it's an emotional journey 
and you know having people who are going through it as well you know we we build that sense of community and and we realize hey the struggle is temporary but the reward is a lifetime you know and then lastly uh quiero dar muchas gracias a mis papás y a mi familia los agradezco mucho uh, gracias por apoyarme y aquí estoy estoy siguiendo mi educación y voy a seguir agarrar my degrees y para tener un mejor futuro futuro lo hicimos we're doing it so that those are the message that I want to thank my family and friends Thanks. And I, I just want to say I was having, as you were saying your thank yous, I was having this um, image of you at the first gen day last semester when you did that cutout of the sun. And, yes. um, and it said, um, yes, I can see. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, you are. You have done it. And I, you know, I want you to kind of transition into telling your parents like so what are your transfer plans where did you apply to and where have you committed to tell to tell my parents yeah i mean well tell us <laughs> oh, tell <everyone>. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i can say it in english and spanish um my transfer plans are i am fortunate and beyond grateful and excited that I will be transferring to Cal Poly Pomona in fall. I'm really happy because I'm also, I'm also been accepted into their EOP program. And fingers crossed that I get to be part of their TRIO program as well, because that's something I'm definitely gonna be applying. So, but the, uh, para fall, uh, voy a, uh, ir a Cal Poly Pomona. I voy a terminar mi, mis estudios. So, yeah, very excited. <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited for you too because I think Cal Poly is the right fit. Yeah. So, very excited. And so now, as we start to close um, the interview, I want you to kind of reflect. These, new two, the ne these next two questions will be about reflection. Mm -hmm. So as part of the class of 2020, you have been faced with many challenges, such as the sudden transition to online courses, having a non-traditional graduation, transferring in the middle of a pandemic. What reflections have you had as a result of this experience? Whew. Oh, man, this... Let me... Uh, this has been hard. What have I, first, um, I was already struggling because unfortunately, you know, my abuelito passed away. And, you know, I, it was, it was the first close loss of me. I never had to experience death uh, up until now. And, uh, and the closest death was my dog. Um, but I mean, you know, dog is like a family and I had my dog for 10 years. But my grandpa was my first experience of a loss and grief and I'm still grieving. And it sucked 
because it drained me. And so I was already feeling down and drained. And then guess what? Surprise. We're going to a pandemic. Um, so I feel like I my life did like a 180 and just got my routine, everything just out the window. And it has been hard. It has been really hard. I, I think this is like the biggest challenge I probably have been facing with school-wise, but it made me reflect. Um, I have dealt with other challenges, maybe not to this degree, but it has made me reflect of like, I've been able to overcome a lot of things. And even though it does feel more alone, you know, um, I still have the support. Um, even if it's not face to face, you know, I, it, it gives me, it makes me feel grateful that at least we have, you know, the resources of a computer and, you know, technology to still be able to communicate and still be able to get this done. Um, it has made me appreciate uh, just being at school. I, I am someone who needs to be in class to function and it has been hard. But then also it has made me reflect of like, hey, I'm not an online student, but like I don't have a choice. Like now I... I I need to be an online student. So it has pushed me out of my comfort zone and made me reflect that. Um, and made me realize, hey, what really matters to you? What what do you really value? And um, it has made me value my education even more. And it's crazy because, you know, looking back, like, you know, in the future, I'll be looking back and it's like, what a journey this has been. And I'm not going to let a pandemic get in the way. Even though, you know, I've gone through my emotional roller coaster, I'm not going to let it get in the way. Um, Yeah, you, you took my... You took my graduation, you took my, my, you know, my ability to be able to walk and everything, but I'm still going to find ways to celebrate all my efforts that cannot be taken away. And it just, you know, it's added more, like, it's going to add even more. I don't know, more spice to it, or, or I don't know, just it's going to add more, because now I'm going to look back like, yo, I was, I was struggling, but I survived it, and I did it, like, these next, these next two years, at Cal Poly, like, easy peasy, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully if this all goes away soon, but, um, yeah, that's been my, my reflection. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also going to be doing because I've I've been running. I've I found that has been my self care. So you know, one of my friends was nice enough. He sent me um. There's a running uh 
there's like a race, a virtual online race, um, you know, and it says if I can't walk my graduation, I'll run it. And I'm like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And so uh, funny enough, I don't know if I, I might do it. I'm either going to do a 10K or a half marathon because I mapped it out. And from Rio Hondo to Cal Poly, it's 14 miles. So, you know, a half marathon is 13 point something. So I'm like, hey, I might just do that. Make that my my journey. Make that my celebration. I love that idea. You better send me pictures if you do that. Yes, I'll send you a picture with my with my medal. <laughs> <laughs> so in closing, what parting words would you leave for TRIO students who will continue at Rio? Um, you already have done the first step, and that is a, a being in the program. I think that itself is is actually, in a way, the hardest thing because not everyone wants to apply and wants to participate into it. And you know, you applying, you kind of have an idea of what you're getting into, and you are signing what your obligations are. Um, and they're all there for a reason. So my advice is that you do it and you enjoy it and get the most out of it. Um, I would have loved to have found out TRIO sooner in my, my, my educational journey at Rio Hondo, but I'm very grateful with the last, you know, two years or so, um, being able to be in TRIO, um, attend a field trip, uh, you know, get your study hours. I would recommend, you know, help build those relationships with the staff here because they are there to help you. And, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. All of them, they want to, they want to get to know you. They, you know, they want to see you, you know, flourish and, and do well. And, you know, I think the on the more honest you are with them, the the more help you will get, and um, it's okay to to feel like you if you're struggling or you don't know what to do. Like they have built this safe environment where they can take you in, and you know get to help you figure it out and give you, you know, if they don't have the answers, someone else, they will find someone to give you the answers and help you out. So that's some of my advice for them. Thanks, Diana. And I just want to say how absolutely proud we all are of you. I, I know that, and I think that you know, I think you all know by this point that we do talk about all of your cases and we do, right? <laughs> we check in with each other and we're like, hey, where are we with this situation? Um, you know, and we, we really do think of you all as family. And so we are profoundly proud of you. I know what a hard journey this has been. And I have had such a fun time. It's been a pleasure getting to know you getting to share about our love of the outdoors, about, you know, even doing the Chicana project interview yes. last fall was so much fun. It really got me to really think about, right, the impact of Chicano studies on students. And 
to see the impact it's had on you and how empowered you are. And it's been just such a blessing to see that. So yes. thanks so much for sharing your journey. Thank with you. Us. Wait, can I add one more thing that I just realized? Um, <laughs> I never saw what, I never said what I'm going to Cal Poly for. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be doing the, the GEMS, which is a gender, ethnic, multicultural study. So I'm so excited that I get to still, you know, I, I have the, I was given the opportunity to still continue and grow and still, you know, get to continue my education in, um, you know, with uh, Chicano studies. And now I get to flourish and see other cultures, uh, you know, get to be able to learn and, and feel empowered with like the, all the people of color um, minorities and you know we get to learn about their history and and you know I'm excited for that so yeah so I forgot I just wanted to <laughs> add that in <laughs> for you I can't wait for you to come visit and tell me about all your classes yes oh thank you Diana Thank you, Brenda. Both proud of yourself. Thank you.